0: Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar A podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers and creatives of all types Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions Here's your host Kedar Nimkar
1: Today I have Amrit Gangar with us on Audeogyan. Amrit Gangar is an Indian film theorist, scholar, historian, critic, curator and a writer. He worked as a consultant curator for the National Museum of Indian Cinema being set up in Mumbai by the government of India. For the past several years, he has been engaged with his new theoretical philosophical concept of Cinema Prayoga. He's also author for several books on cinema and the city of Mumbai in English and Gujarati. Thank you, Amrit, sir, for giving us your time. It's a real honor to have you on Audio again, and uh, welcome to the show. Uh,
2: Thank you, uh, Kedar. Uh, I must congratulate and appreciate that uh, you have come up with this idea of audio jnana, mm-hmm. which is quite unique to me okay. also important because you are bringing back the shravan parampara of mm-hmm. ours mm-hmm. listening yeah uh, which I think is uh, more more significant because to me I is the most appropriating organ of the body mm-hmm. it's the most cultured organ of the body mm-hmm. but ear ear is more. Enduring mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. uh, here is more st- c- what you call thai bhav. You know that that it, it goes inside. Mm-hmm. So this whole idea of audio gyan I must must appreciate and uh, uh, congratulate for you.
1: Thank you, you, thank you. Yeah, the whole idea started mm-hmm. off with uh, basically. In fact, this is what I've written in the about section also that in the olden times uh, everything was communicated using uh, in the guru shisha parampara uh, with the shravan uh, context only. And then due to certain reasons, lost in translation, Chinese whisper, a lot of things have been like just translated in different format. Now with probably with the advent of technology, we can just have this revived uh, and have it recorded so that it can. Yeah.
2: Uh, If you go to Canary Caves, uh which is very close from here, Uh where we are sitting in Borivali. Uh Uh, there is one huge uh, sabhagriha hmm. where it's more than 1000 years old hmm. and in that within that sabhagriha there's the stupa hmm. and uh, i'm sure there were uh, days every day mm-hmm. there must be hundreds of buddhist monks okay. or seven sort hmm. or scholars must be sitting there hmm. and discussing things hmm. it's all true Sraman. Yeah. Uh, that Sraman Parampara is part of our culture. Our, yeah. Uh, I was t- once I was sitting with Kumar Shani, mm-hmm. and uh, he was telling me about his film Maya Darpan, mm-hmm. his first feature film, 1972, mm-hmm. which is based on Nirman Marmas story of the same name. Mm-hmm. And he was showing it to Robert Bresson in Paris. Okay. And he was telling me that Bresson was had to close his eyes while mm-hmm. seeing the film and taking beats on his on his. Uh, Uh thai on his knee Mm. Uh, and that that was very interesting the way you perceive cinema Mm. Uh, Somebody has said that you should view cinema through ears not through eyes (laughs) You should listen to the cinema through your eyes Mm -hmm. So these two organs are so important Mm -hmm. in our perception of the reality Mm. perception of the world and then you are bringing in this this whole whole uh, Parampara that you are bringing back mm-hmm. through audio gyan and mm. you are calling calling it gyan, which yeah, is uh, yeah. which is very very interesting to me. Yeah. So thank you so much for <laughs> inviting me. No, no, it's my pleasure, sir. Mm.
1: So yeah, we'll be talking about filmosophy okay. and uh, general aspects of cinema. And I have come up with few questions which I would like to just uh, ask you. Uh, I'm I'm not very sure whether. I'm really capable of asking you anything because of the intense knowledge you have about cinema. But this is my small effort. So, yeah, the first uh, question is, uh, what has been the role of uh, Mumbai uh, towards cinema in the past 100 uh, years or so?
2: It's fantastic. You are bringing city and cinema together. Yeah. But you do not feel embarrassed about asking yeah. questions. <laughs> this is, this is, the, this is the, the benefit of our audio gyan. Yeah. When I was not aware that uh, this is going to be just uh, audio thing, yeah, yeah. I thought it might be uh, on camera. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling a little more more conscious mm-hmm. of uh, my dress, mm. my the how will I speak, people will view me, the mm. watch me, mm. and that made me a little nervous. You know? mm-hmm. So this whole, I, I become so, so problematic at times. Mm. Uh, so I feel more free now, actually, yeah. The, yeah. through, through, through the eye mm. uh, and not uh, to, through the ear and not to the eye, mm-hmm. uh, the chaksu. Mm-hmm. Chaksu gyan and, uh, and karana gyan. Mm-hmm. Karana is a beautiful word for the ear. Yeah. So this uh, brings back to this whole soundscape of the city. Mm. Uh, how this soundscape must have been mm. when first Lumiere Brothers film was shown, seven films were shown in uh, Watson Hotel in mm-hmm. Kalagoda. Yeah how the soundscape must have been at mm-hmm. that time. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm attracted to soundscape, the Dhanya Lok, if mm-hmm. I metaphorize it, mm-hmm. Dhanya Lok of this, of this shahar, mm-hmm. of the city, of the Nagar. Mm-hmm. And that brings me the sounds of the steamer, mm-hmm. when the steamer, the Vishal, that steamer at the port, Bombay being the port town, mm-hmm. uh, many things were happening. Mm-hmm. An interesting thing is that Lumiere Brothers' representative mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice uh, uh, Sextier, hmm. he was going to Australia okay. by steamer hmm. and then he got down at Bombay, he had some time and he decided to show the films mm-hmm. of Rumia Brothers hmm. through the cinematograph that hmm. uh, the machine three in one, one machine hmm. at Watson Hotel. Hmm. Uh, this is how uh, he, the first films were shown hmm. on 7th July 1896. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1895, the, the, these films were shown in Paris. Hmm. And interestingly, these uh, films were shown in a place called uh, Salon de India. Okay. Uh, in, that was Paris. The, in Paris. In mm-hmm. Paris. There's, there's also a kind of hotel. Mm-hmm. So the first venues were the hotels, but there were no cinema theatres at that time. Hmm. So in the Swatson Hotel, these films were shown. One film was Arrival of the Train. Mm. The La Ciotat station, railway station in, in, uh, in France, which mm. is, uh, I think, four hours from Paris, Correct. where the train arrives. Mm. And that the event or that moment of arrival of the train that Lumia's camera mm. had captured, mm. which was the most important moment, if I say it, mm. temporarily, mm. And that arrival of the train was shown in here. Mm. Uh, interestingly, since our our uh, tradition of shadow play and things like that, hmm. uh, our people were quite or we were very used to this kind of uh, uh, moving image.
1: Correct. The puppet uh, show and... Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: Puppet yeah. came later, but shadow plays were there. Yeah. And uh, so that... It wasn't very frightening for us, or we didn't panic mm-hmm. the way Europeans had. Mm-hmm. When the train comes on the screen, mm. they had panicked and gone out of the uh, the auditorium, cinema auditorium or, yeah. or the screening place. Uh, this may be apocryphal story, but it's the story which uh, is also convincing mm-hmm. in a way yeah. because of our own traditions. In the museum that I'm talking, you, you were talking about the National Museum of Indian Cinema. Mm. I had. Uh, put uh, our Pat Chitra hmm. in the, because the word that we have hmm. in Marathi or uh, even Hindi or even Sanskrit, hmm. it uh, Chitra hmm. Now, hmm. I was trying to get the etymology of Chitrapat hmm. and immediately you get Pat Chitra. Hmm. Pat Chitra Pat is scroll, hmm. like if you go to Kaligat in yeah. Calcutta, the Kaligat, you know, pat, uh, tradition hmm. you go to odisha they have a great tradition of uh, Pat chitra correct. where you have a scroll but in on which uh, f- uh, the pictures are drawn or hmm. painted and then one man or woman scroll the uh, moves the scroll correct and uh, they sing a yeah. song yeah now this whole idea of movement hmm. is, is is nothing but motion picture hmm. so I put that, uh, that we the, the, uh, we had this tradition mm-hmm. of motion picture pretty uh, long time ago yeah early so on then early then. on then yeah so this this all this combination of all these things mm. visual as well as audio mm. uh, interestingly um, meet mm-hmm. together to create a something something very fascinating mm. uh, fascinating view mm. of things fascinating uh, idea about mm. what happened in the past correct uh, thousands of years back not just 1896 mm. or 1895 mm. The city played very important role, mm. Mumbai, being mm. the port town. Mm. Uh, it, had, uh, it had the attraction, it had the benefit mm. of getting the world across to it. Yeah, yeah. The Bombay city or Mumbai became the hub in a way. Mm. Uh, it took some time to get the films to Calcutta and Madras and other, other big cities at that time. Correct. So, these films are shown at uh, Watson's Hotel. It is still till there, the mm. building in mm. Kalagoda area. Mm. So, the Mumbai and movies, if mm. you say, mm. uh, are interesting uh, interesting uh, symbiosis. Mm.
1: So, that is that could be a reason that Bollywood is in Bombay? No,
2: may not be, absolutely. But uh, Bollywood term was mm. uh, coined later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like Hollywood. Mm. But Hollywood is the place... Okay. actual place correct it's a geography mm-hmm. where film studios are located mm-hmm. bollywood is just a coinage mm-hmm. first two letters of bombay city bo and then um, uh, like hollywood you you add uh, double, mm-hmm. double mm-hmm. you've bollywood therefore yeah, we have many woods now <laughs> mollywood Collywood, tollywood yeah. in fact tollywood was much older Oh. the word Tollywood existed before Bollywood was the word was coined mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tolly Gunj area in Calcutta mm-hmm. uh, had many studios filmmaking production studios oh. and that Tollywood was coined much earlier mm-hmm. it, because of Tolly Gunj mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and actual space. Mm-hmm. of studio film productions or studios being there like yeah. hollywood yeah. so that's I, yeah. that's more more concrete and more physical mm-hmm. so many of my european friends who come to bombay mm-hmm. or mumbai mm-hmm. ask me well, uh, let's go to bollywood mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing like bollywood besides <laughs> yeah. like they had the perception that there must be some hollywood like place uh, here like los angeles la you know mm-hmm. but there's nothing I remember once uh, to the Film City uh, managing director, Hmm. I knew I think her Hmm. at that time. And I told her that uh, you should have a big uh, board like in on the mountains in Hollywood have uh, put Bollywood Hmm. like a big thing Hmm. and call film city as Bollywood the place where films are produced Which is not entirely true, Hmm. but there's some identity that city can have and not uh, very very amorphous kind Hmm. of uh, relationship of Hmm. Bollywood But Bollywood has become brand name which is Hmm. acceptable to the world today Hmm.
1: So, yeah, sir, uh, can you can we slightly uh, ponder more on this question where uh, how did like Mumbai support overall ni- right from 1980, uh, 1895 or 1896 when the first time the Lumia brothers uh, showed their film till now? How has things moved on and how has Mumbai as a city contributed overall uh, for cinema?
2: Uh, Mumbai, I think is an enterprising city. Mm. Mumbai also evolving city. Mm. Mumbai is a city which reinvents every moment. Mm. And uh, that makes a lot of difference mm. from, say, Calcutta. Mm. What do I mean by reinventing? Uh, Mumbai, whatever it earns through mm. studios the cinema, re-in- he, it reinvents. Okay. into studio again. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, it grows. Mm-hmm. It grows in a, in a vertical manner you know, and also horizontal manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, this growth happened only in Mumbai, as I perceive. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it didn't happen in Calcutta. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen in other cities. But Mumbai is a is a bubbling city. You know. mm-hmm. Mumbai is a city where, where it uh, re-energizes itself. Mm-hmm. I call it sea, mm-hmm. not it. So I will call in a very feminine gender. Hmm. Uh, Mumbai is uh, the city where she, she keeps uh, keeps uh, reliving hmm. to me, and that's part of cinema to hmm. me. It also creates. She also creates in her own language, uh, hmm. or 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 jingo or whatever you call it, uh, and uh, in in that sense also it's reinventing itself, you know, herself. Hmm. So, it's interesting the way it accepted mm. the first motion pictures, moving pictures. Mm. Uh, wonders of the 20th century, that's how Times of India advertisement had, mm. had uh, presented these brother Brothers films. Mm. Uh, then, Dada was one of the uh, audiences at that time. Okay. It was expensive. Mm. One rupee at that time, 1896, was quite expensive Mm-hmm-hmm. ticket or admission fee. It was, must have been raining. July is the high, uh, heavy rain mm. in Mumbai. Mm. But uh, all the cities cognoscenti or cities elites or rich people had reached there. Mm. And so one of them was Savedada. Mm-hmm. Savedada was the uh, the trader or he used to, to do business mm. in uh, camera um, equipment and cameras and things like that. He decided to make films there. Mm. And he imported a camera from London mm. at that time. It must have taken a lot of th- long time to re- even reach it. Mm. And he started making films, what we call actuality film at that time, mm. like Madarika Kale on Hanging Garden. Or, so there was a huge uh, uh, sabha, mm. huge meeting, mm. congregation at Chopati mm. Beach. Mm. Wrangler Paranjpe had come, mm. R.P. Paranjpe. And uh, the whole thing was shotted, shot. Thrott and uh, Mm -hmm. Sabe Dada was one of them. The earliest films which were shot were Delhi Darbar, 1905. This is, I'm talking about pre-Falke. Okay. Falk came on the scene in 1912 started mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he went to Germany London England and uh, Learned the craft and he was artist himself mm-hmm. before that Pundlik film was made in 1912 mm-hmm. Which was also shown in the same cinema cinematograph coronation cinematograph mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. And <clears throat> The latest research shows that uh, it was not a film play, but is a regular film mm-hmm. uh, But that history apart what happened in the city was that um Pathé Company had his office there. Pathé from France. Okay. The early films were when Falke saw this film called Life of Christ. Mm. uh, I'm sure it was Pathé Company's film. Mm -hmm. So this this whole activity uh, went on. Mm. The reception of cinema Mm. was quite... uh, Quite uh, energetic at that time. Mm-hmm. In Calcutta, also happened. Hiralal Sen was mm. the, the pioneer of that the, the, the time, mm. uh, and uh, many theaters. Uh, there are some of them, uh, not for the namesake. They are there in North Calcutta, mm. uh, where I visited recently. Mm. Uh, films were shown as part of this uh, theater or Natak. Mm. You know before the natak started there were some shows entertainment shows or some variety shows and mm. all these clips are shown but all these things were going on mm. but what happened in in in, in mumbai mm. that uh, many studios started mm. like falke had a studio on dadar main road mm. the station road is called where the, the, it is now called dadar falke road mm-hmm. it was a bungalow Achha. at that time there were no studio but uh, in, in the, he converted the bungalow into a studio. Hmm. Bangalore belonged to one Mathura Das Trikamji, hmm. a Bhartiya gentleman, hmm. and uh, in which he, show, he shot Raja Harishchandra hmm. that time. 1912, yeah. I think, he started shooting. 1913, release. was hmm. uh, The print that we have in the archive, National Film Archive in Pune, uh, is 1917. He remade the film. Oh, is it? And uh, we have only two reels, first and the last reel, not complete film. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, silent cinema, we had more than 1,300. It's, the research is still going on. Hmm. Uh, we have barely 1% of it, not even 12, not complete films oh. in the film archive. And mm-hmm. that that's one of the things that we must take note of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's what I'm. I've been telling students, you know, get, please be serious about preserving our mm-hmm. our film heritage. Mm-hmm. Now it's become more precarious in the digital time. Mm-hmm. Uh, celluloid life could be 150 years, 125 years, maybe 200 years, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, even there, we have to take a lot of care about, really, we have to invest a lot of money to, to preserve those that uh, material celluloid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in digital time, we have to be more and more careful about how do we preserve things. Mm. So, that coming back to your question, Mumbai City started setting up studios very early on. Mm. And these studios uh, were mainly owned by Gujaratis. Okay, uh, And they were entre- entre- entrepreneurial Thing. Mm-hmm. One of the most important uh, in the film studios at that time was Kohinoor Film Company Studio. Mm-hmm. And Kohinoor Film Company's owner was uh, Dwarkada Sampath. Okay. Which uh, uh, we, myself and uh, my mentor, if I may call him so, Mr. Veertan Dharamsi, started mm. early on writing about him, uh, discovering him with more details, mm. things like that. That's very important. It was one of the oldest studios. Big, very big studios. Mm -hmm. And uh, it uh, was modeled after Hollywood Studios' uh, assembly line production. Okay. So, all this started in Mumbai. Calcutta also had Mm -hmm. studios like new theatres and uh, several others. Uh, Madras had... Maharashtra Babura Painter, mm-hmm. Maharashtra Film Company was the most important film company at that time. Santaram was there with Maharashtra Film Company. Mm-hmm. Then they shifted to Pune, Prabhat Film Company. They yeah, started, yeah. so all this history uh, is very, very interesting. And the what I consider as as uh, as a key point is Falke. Mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. Falke is the most important uh, artist filmmaker who was the, who had the spirit of Prayoga so i consider him as a very key central point of my theory of cinema prayoga mm-hmm. uh, for dada saparkhe mm-hmm. he was restless about creativity mm-hmm. he was so versatile he knew lithography mm-hmm. he had worked with raja ravi varma he had um, learned several other and magic mm-hmm. he had learned magic from a german magician okay. and he always believed that filmmaker has to be a magician so, mm. when we say this, I go back to Lumiere again, mm. as we started with the Lumiere brothers. Mm-hmm. Lumiere brothers' contemporary in France was Georges Melius, mm. uh, almost at the same time. They, uh, last year, the year before last, I went to his uh, tomb mm. in Paris, mm. uh, Georges Melius, which is uh, uh, almost anonymous. Not many people go there, I mean, not many people know about him. Mm. But what Melius was at Jadugar. Melies mm-hmm. was a practicing magician mm-hmm. and he started making film and the first film that we have was science fiction film. Mm-hmm. Trip to the Moon or Voyage to the Moon, mm-hmm. 1902 he makes it. Yeah. So, this, this, look at this parallel parallel streams. One is um, almost real or mm-hmm. realistic film like Arrival of the Train and uh, Story of a Gardener and things like that. And uh, this magical films. That fiction that fiction, he creates, yeah, yeah. first science fiction he creates, he imagines that he, man goes to the moon and the whole spacecraft he created in a studio and that spacecraft goes to the moon and actually landed on the moon. If you see, that film still survives, mm-hmm. fortunately. He also tinted. tinted is a, Tinting is a color process where there was no colors, color film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to do by hand, tinting, mm-hmm. uh, frame by frame. And that uh, film print is still uh, extant, mm. it still survives. Mm-hmm. So this uh, whole history of cinema is so fascinating. Just 120, 25 years old history mm. is the most young art compared to literature, music, theatre. Mm-hmm. It's very, very young art, mm. but has achieved so much, yeah. so much.
1: Exponentially. Uh,
2: yeah. Exponentially. Exponentially. Yeah. Uh, and also being eclectic is yeah. because it has the benefit of of, of uh, uh, taking from all other arts mm-hmm. and digesting and uh, assimilating uh, all other arts of uh, uh, aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's important thing. Yeah. Uh, so we come back to Mumbai. Mm. Mumbai has that ability of yeah. eclecticism. It is is a city that that invites mm. talents, that invites skills that invites, like America, like New York City. Mm. In between there were some some aberrations that Mm. uh, it becomes so parochial. Mm. But Bombay spirit uh, or Mumbai spirit is basically is very, very, very... Accepting overall. Very, very inviting, Mm -hmm. uh, welcoming uh, things. And therefore the city, the city still produces uh, fascinating cinema. Mm. Even Hindi cinema uh, I, I had written in my one of my essays in a Bombay book uh, right. published by Oxford University Press right. that it was here in Mumbai that first uh, rigorous experiments, if I call it experiment, I don't use the word, Prayoga film if I call right. Money Call made uh, uski roti here in 1969. Right. At the same time Bogansom was made by Manal Sen. In Calcutta, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Kumar Shani's Maya Darpan, 1972, and several other very rigorously made films were mm-hmm. made in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. So, Mumbai has the capacity of two extremes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of, of austerity as well as uh, flamboyance, mm-hmm. of, of uh, a very, very um, larger than life thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> you recently mentioned uh, that cinema has now reduced to a commodity right so uh, i would like to understand your perspective like what makes you say that and then in in uh, i like how do you respond to movies like court or fandry so in this overall scheme of things yes mumbai has been uh, inviting and accepting a lot of new things uh, but just to just to think uh, that there has been a lot of noise also which has been accepted so yes to a certain extent I agree that cinema is now has become more of a commodity than what Dadasaheb must have thought of uh, inventing and uh, imagining the some things. So, but still there are filmmakers who are working, uh, making court and fantasy and other uh, interesting cinema. So, why why do you think that uh, cinema is now reduced to a commodity?
2: See, primarily my argument is post-globalization. Hmm. Uh, in the post-globalization time, there is so much of a, a tendency to become homogeneous. Hmm. Globalization has brought in this homogenization of hmm. culture, hmm. of thought. Uh, and that that worries me in a way. Cinema has always been a commodity. We are using m- many of the books or or even uh, uh Classroom, syllabi, you are using the word product. Mm -hmm. It's a product, cinema. Mm -hmm. When you're using the products, Mm. uh, it becomes a commodity. There's a tendency to become commodity. Mm. So our vocabulary itself, we have to be careful enough, I think. Uh, And this commoditization has, or commodification, has been a long process. Mm. It's the tension between uh, the commodity and non-commodity. The Mm. thought and And surrendering to the market, mm. the market, as I see now, has become a big octopus. Market has become a monster mm. which was always there, but still now technology or 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 the the globalisation, the way it is operating, mm. is a trade global, globalisation, it's not culture globalisation. Globalisation mm. was there right through ages. Mm. When Sang came to India or Faiyan came to, from China, they must have walked miles and miles and came to India, it was globalisation. Mm. Mm. When the universities were established in Bihar, for example, it was globalisation. The Buddhist monks came. The, the the Christian Christian monks came. The priests came. They set up printing press here in mm. this in country. Uh, so much of globalization was happening around that time. Mm. Technology intervened of late, twenty mm. first century, and this technology made uh, everything everything quick, mm. uh, everything uh, look alike. Mm. Uh, if you go to Sydney and see the multiplex or, or mall, it's the same as in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. If you go to New York, it's the same as in Mumbai. Mm. Hardly any, hardly any difference. Right? So these individual entities, the single screen cinema, has this their own personality, their own beauty, their own charm, their own feminine or masculine uh, or, or beings, mm. uh, which you don't see that now. It's own character to own character, own own uh, the temperament, uh, which is, which is, I think, getting erased in mm-hmm. this whole whole uh, uh, the roller road ro- roller, which is being, mm-hmm. you know, is getting flat, mm-hmm. as I I think personally. Mm-hmm. Now this gets into this whole commodity mode mm-hmm. too. I always ask my students wherever I take film workshop, how many Hindi films do we make a year? Mm-hmm. Two hundred? Yeah. Around. Yeah. Uh, how Slightly many of them that, yeah. title how many titles you can cite?
1: Not even five.
2: Not even five. What happened to one hundred and ninety-five films?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Why so? These are serious questions. They are serious mm-hmm. questions. What are we talking about then? Mm-hmm. What are we generalizing on basis of five? Most of the people I listen to, the older people, they say kya hai? Abhi k- kuch film ahead. But this, this generalization or conclusion is based on these five or six films.
1: Correct, correct.
2: We don't know much about it. You are talking about Foundry and uh, Court, and um, there are many other films. But mm. not how many people have heard about it. Mm. This we heard about because the, some, some film is getting nominated in Oscar. And therefore, there you and cry about this, the whole hype about it and all that. Yeah. The publicity. The publicity investment has grown much, much higher. I think ratio Mm. between production cost and publicity cost is so big today. Mm. Mm. It wasn't so before. Classical definition of film production, distribution and exhibition was quite clear, Mm. well-defined. It is no longer there. Mm. There were territories well-defined. If you produce a film, then you invite me as a distributor. We have a contract or whatever. And then I have an exhibitor. So this all this contractual relationship was well-defined. Mm. The film kind, might run for 25 um, weeks, what you call silver jubilee, mm. or 50 weeks, what you call golden jubilee, or 75 weeks, or a platinum jubilee, which was all there. Mm. Now one doesn't know. A friend of mine had made a, produced a film. His film, his uh, student at Whistling Woods had, had uh, financed it. And it was released in a multiplex mm. within three, four. He didn't even know, but I think within three or four days it was, <laughs> it was uh, taken out, mm. taken off. Mm. Now this is a new relationship of, of, uh, of uh, new capitalism. Mm. I would, I would think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the viewer, film relationship has changed. Mm. The multiplex is completely different uh, relationship construction. Mm. Uh, in multiplex, as I imagine. You cannot go and see uh, serious films by, say, money call. Correct. Even have Dekhi, Rajat film. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: What is this? Now, I am spending 300, 400 rupees per ticket. I'm going with a family of four or five. I spend about how much? 2,000. 2,000, then some popcorn and things like that, maybe 1,000 more, 3,000 rupees and time. I don't accept the seriousness i stretch my legs and have coke or popcorn in my hand or munch munching and viewing so this is a time pass correct you know the way it's it creeps into our consciousness the way the whole whole capitalistic or or the way consumerism consumeristic uh, yeah. tendencies get into our own being we mm. don't realize that we mm. don't realize that so i call it killing fields today mm. Uh, you don't know how many filmmakers are being eliminated through mm-hmm. multiplex. Now you might say we have different platforms, YouTube and things like and all others. But it's, it's still the mindset remains the same. Yeah. And
1: yeah. these are again very nascent in, in terms of the overall scheme of things also. What like, did you mean? As in like YouTube, huh? for example, is quite like probably 10 years old as compared to… No, but overall, this
2: whole argument is that we have alternative platforms. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't doesn't actually lead us to that kind mm. of uh, rigorous creativity. Mm. Could, uh, what I'm trying to say is uh, why has the level of superficiality mm. or mediocrity has grown mm. overall? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, that's immediate. not just
1: in arts; in, it's in everywhere. Yeah. So
2: it's, well, I'm coming back to a commodity argument. Mm. What I, I I also use that word. Mm. The whole superficiality is uh, uh, is very technological uh, technologically bound in mm-hmm. a way because first of all it creates a kind of restlessness, it creates a very kind of uh, jealousy of mm. thing, and uh, in that restlessness, we don't contemplate mm. the level of contemplation it gets lower and lower. Uh, the other level of uh, not taking, not taking word or art or image seriously enough goes higher. Hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's the kind of ratio that it builds itself. Hmm. Uh, nowadays, a,
1: yeah, there's a sort of competition which is happening. That's right, exactly.
2: Yeah. Now I have not actually calculated or or, or uh, counted the number of. Uh, comedy films made last 10 years. Hmm. But this is my conclusion, hmm. by and large, that number of comedy films, superficial comedies, has increased after Multiplex came in. So this space of viewing has its own politics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just uh, think about this seriously, mm. and just find out from the censor board figures or whatever. I did that exercise, mm-hmm. roughly, and last 5-6 years, the number of comedy films has increased because when we go into multiplex with spending so much money I want just time pass
1: yeah to unwind like just whatever you call it, whether it
2: unwind or whatever but mm. at the same time the same person sits in front of the sadhu for four hours or five hours mm. and uh, listening to his whatever talks he mm. gives on Ramayana or whatever mm. so this, this kind of dichotomies that are happening in this world today mm. Uh, fascinate me, and at the same time, I get worried a bit mm. because it affects the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, two days back, you were also there in mm. that Banduk College. Uh, many young students were the participant in my film workshop mm. and uh, or film appreciation course, or whatever you call it. And uh, they didn't even know where Calicut was. <laughs> mm. So this, this worries me because everybody had m- mobile phone and I believe in this age, hmm. 21st century, the only one God that remains is Gugleswara. Hmm. Yeah. The Gugleswara answers you everything, hmm. Hmm. but you should know what to question. Correct. So this is a very interesting time that we are living through. Hmm. Uh, it wasn't so, I think, when my father, your father was there, uh, there was still still space for contemplation mm. there was still space for introspection there was still time for looking at the sky they still could name the stars saptarshi mm. hai or you know whatever star they or planet they could name mm. uh, this is not why why is it so mm. why is it so i can give you a teen number of examples my personal experiences mm. uh, one thing that i came to conclusion I'm not deviating much from your subject. We mm. come to commodity because yeah, yeah, here, yeah. here, the, here the, the, the central point is commodity. Correct. A commodification can happen in various ways. Yeah. Because commodification is, uh, um, is uh, both epi- epistemological and ontological yeah. thing. Yeah. It's the real. Mm. Uh, but uh, when this thing happened, mm. uh, I think personally, why does this happen? Mm. I was on the Oberhausen Film Festival jury. Few mm. years back, mm. I was. It was uh, lunch time. I was sitting there, and uh, uh, one young German filmmaker came. A mm. German, some European filmmaker came to me, and we started talking about cinema and that at random. Mm. I talked about Federico Fellini, mm. and uh, this young filmmaker didn't have much idea about Federico Fellini, what films he had made, and um, what time he was there, and. What challenges he faced mm. in the creativity and practical ways. And therefore, I was a little bit dismayed, mm. and uh, but then she argued with me. He said, "Look, sir. Not knowing much about Federico Fellini, will not make me a good bad artist. Fair enough." Yeah. Not knowing Federico Fellini would not make me a bad artist. Mm. And if at all, she goes further. If at all, I want to know about Federico Fellini, it takes a
1: second. Google it. Google it. <laughs> so naive, yeah.
2: <laughs> but she had valid arguments.
1: No, I, I like no. I don't agree with it because uh, it is not knowing. It's just, I don't know what to call it. No, what I'm like, I, I no, What know I now
2: coming to my mm. point is mm. that uh, why this happens? Mm. I was at uh, Rajkot Mm. for my museum work. Mm. I was trying to go to some smaller places like uh, Gondal and Jamnagar because these small places Mm. have still something left, you know, in their cinema houses or individuals or booklets or Mm. posters or old cameras. So Rajkot was my base. Mm. And there are two universities in Rajkot. Mm. One is uh, Savrashtra University and one is uh, Gadi University. Mm. They're both media heads... uh, uh, department heads knew me, and they, they came to know that I was there. They so just invited me to come and have some informal discussion with or chat with our students. Mm. So I went to one of them first. The one is private, mm. and I started about uh, talking about uh, Satyajit and Ravi Shankar, and I was quite surprised, and amazed that uh, those students had not seen, enough, not enough, not not seen at all. Satyajit or not heard about. Mm. So I was also thinking why does this happen? This mm. is a matter of worry. Mm. Uh, we should not laugh at our young people, young students because mm. they, they are the, if I may use this word, victim of our time. Mm. Uh, the one reason that I'm trying to get within myself is that postponement. Mm. Uh, postponement is the answer that I get because mm. everyone postpones it. Uh Jitre? Okay. I can ask Google anytime. Mm. So he doesn't or she doesn't immediately answer. Uh, ask the Google or Google Dev or Google Ishwara. Mm. It postpones. You know? mm-hmm. So this postponement creates the time gap, you know, mm-hmm. uh, time gap in gyan mm-hmm. Whether audio gyan or visual gyan or whatever, that gap is increasing. Mm-hmm. And that gap is not filled by the scholastic... Mm-hmm. Um, Knowledge or school mm-hmm. because they are so bogged down by the semester and whole syllabus and, and they have to be within that you know rigid uh, regime mm. of of uh, not even knowledge is not even information giving properly mm-hmm. so this what is happening in this I I come to this conclusion to to, to within myself mm. this postponement of. Of gaining knowledge, mm. postponement of um, gaining information, mm. because any time this Dev Gugeshwara is at my disposal, mm. at my service, mm. I can ask any time. You, you even uh, when I was taking this class, uh, fortunately they were not using Google, mm. <laughs> but mm. uh, this is what I feel mm. personally. Mm. That gap between between now and then, the mm. gap between this. Uh, knowing now and knowing later, hmm. is getting expanded. And hmm. that's the reason perhaps that whole... I'm talking generally about middle-class students or lower-middle-class students. that, hmm. uh, By and large, this is happening. This postponement is the word that I get uh, always. That uh, is, yes. is not uh, anybody's fault, but uh, uh, s- presumption that hmm. I get, like this German filmmaker, young filmmaker, hmm. who told me in, in Oberhausen, hmm. Uh, and um, I, my counter-argument, as you said, was that knowing Fellini or other filmmakers gives you depth and perspective. Whatever you create. Correct, correct. And correct. whatever you make. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you are aware about what has happened in history. Mm. And that's the reason we learn history. Mm. That's the reason we learn art history. And we also history.
1: know what is already made. So, there sets a benchmark. <laughs> in fact, uh, that remembers, uh, that like reminds me of... Uh, one of the puladesh pandey's uh, interview uh, like talk where he said uh, like uh, if i go and ask them ki, what are you learning uh, in music school they say like humko sal mein 12 rag hai he, he used to laugh and say, ki do rag bhi pure janam mein like ek janam mein kaafi nahi hai, to samajhne ke so they they by by knowing 12 rags, they know the history, but they don't know the mystery behind it. That's wow. like very well put by him. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, Wonderful. Yeah,
2: and what yeah. a great man he was. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, you've been associated with the uh, film society movement in the 70s and 80s. Uh, can you tell us a few of the milestones uh, just from a historical standpoint, how things moved Um uh, in the cinema space? The film
2: society movement started much earlier. Mm. I think some of the pioneers started in Patna, actually. Uh, Vijaya mude and uh, other mm. colleagues of hers, they mm. had the first uh, thought about uh, film, Federation of Film Society. They started a film club. Satyajitre, Chidanandas Gupta, they started Calcutta Film Society okay. in the early 50s. Mm-hmm. And they started viewing the world cinema mm. at that time. Because mm. Film Society provided that platform. Mm. Uh, National Film Archive was not even there. Okay. National Film Archive was established in 1964. Many things happened in 1960s hmm. uh, when Indira Gandhi was the uh, information and broadcasting minister and then she became prime minister. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, what is interesting is the kind of political economy. Hmm. You know, political economy is the most important thing. Hmm. Political economy, I would try and define as uh, where you spend your money, the budget hmm. or plans. Money, which sector? What is their emphasis? Mm. I think during this time, film society movement got boost. Okay. Uh, They got some grant money. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also got uh, impetus Mm -hmm. by these politics. Indira Gandhi was part of Federation of Film Societies movement. Mm -hmm. I.K. Gujral was part of. this uh, Federation of Films Krishna Manon, mm. they used to go uh, and see films in Delhi Film Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All these this Is people. this
1: the same time when NFDC <laughs> also produced? NFDC of-
2: came later. Mm-hmm. But first it was FFC, Film Finance Corporation. Okay. NFDC came later. Mm-hmm. But uh, I always argue mm-hmm. with people. New wave, mm-hmm. like French, Nouvelle Vague, mm-hmm. uh, Godard and Truffaut and uh, all these people were behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Move the starting new wave in Mm. the French cinema. Mm. Uh, We started here. It was not filmmakers who called new wave. It's a journalist who Mm -hmm. who called it new wave of Indian cinema. My argument is that the new wave of Indian cinema was started by a politician, not filmmakers. Mm. That politician was Indira Gandhi. Mm -hmm. Who started setting up FFC Film Finance Corporation? Mm. S.K. Patil Committee report was uh, just after independence. Mr. Nehru, Jawaharlal Nehru had Mm. uh, set up this committee, Mm. Uh, and uh, S.K. Patil was the chairperson of that. It's Mm. called S.K. Patil Committee, which had recommended setting up a Film Institute of India, which now is called FTII, Film and Television Institute of India. Uh, There was Film Finance Corporation. There was Impact Film Import Body. All this film archive, National Film Archive of India came in 1960. For all 60s, mm. uh, the, all these institutions came up mm. because Mrs. Gandhi carried on this legacy of Nehruvian vision, cultural vision. Mm-hmm. So that's very important part of our political economy mm. because when the, the politicians who are in power, they think about setting up something that also means that they have to allocate some money mm. to it. Correct. So that that's important mm-hmm. uh, part of our political history. Mm-hmm. I may call it political philosophy, mm-hmm. where, how do you look at the nation? Mm-hmm. That was the time of nation building, uh, mm-hmm. after after we got independence. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the commodity part, again, we come back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bhuban Shom was given money by Fin Finance Corporation, 1969. Mm-hmm. Uh, money called Roti was also made at that time mm. because the idea was to finance and support the students who come out of the Film Institute of India, mm. which mm. was later called Film and Television Institute. Mm. So, Film Finance Corporation gave money against collateral deposit to mm. Miranda Minal Sen mm. to produce this uh, Bhuvan Song in Hindi mm. with voiceover is by Amitabh Bachchan. So, it was not much money. Hmm. Uh, Satyajitre makes Pathet um, Panchali with uh, 1,25,000 rupees or something like that, around that figure, hmm. which I think could be the budget of mineral water today, a you know, big budget film. Hmm. Yeah. So, this whole commodification of market monster or surrendering to market was by itself inherently resisting. Because mm. you are not investing so much that you become slave of the whole money, the octopus of market. Correct, correct. So that was one of the reasons why this whole austerity argument that I came mm. uh, with the Cinema Prayog, mm. rigor of austerity. Mm. I produced this book, a uh, small book called Rigor of Austerity. It was Jugalbandi mm. that I had presented at Nehru Center. Mm. uh Robert Bresson and Louis Bonniel's works. Mm-hmm. So they are rigorous, the rigor. I think the rigor is lacking today, maybe because of the viewing politics of multiplex uh, market domination, all these factors are coming together mm. to 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 lead us to that commodification okay. or consumerist uh, ideas because you have to get the returns Money. Okay. But again, my argument: How many films are actually getting returns? Mm-hmm. Last year, I am told that um, Hindi film industry or overall Indian film industry market situation wasn't so favourable. Mm. Many of the films lost their investment. Yeah, though we are giving very rosy picture, mm-hmm. the crores of rupees kamaya, but uh, it's not that that simple. Mm. How many films are there in Khan's competition, Indian competition? But still, any, yeah. I don't think they're going to competition. There mm-hmm. may be other sections, mm-hmm. but uh, no. So, what is the reason? What are the illusory world that we are living in? We have to acknowledge the small little efforts, rigorous effort that are being made. Mm-hmm. You referred to Court and Fendry, but there are many others. Very, very rigorous filmmakers. One filmmaker is called Amit Dutta. Mm-hmm. He has open invitation to Venice and Oberhausen. And his film, Son Chidi, Golden Sparrow, was premiered in one of the most important sections of Venice Film Festival. Uh, Mm -hmm. How much money is spent on this film? 20,000 rupees or 25,000 rupees, $300. It's possible. Mm -hmm. It's possible. And my model would be Gandhi. Mm -hmm. When Chaplin and Gandhi met in London, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Chaplin always wondered, How, Mr. Gandhi, would you attain independence through this this spinning wheel? And Gandhi had his answer in his autobiography. Chaplin mentioned this. It's a very interesting dialogue that both these people had. Mm. And uh, that's the model. Kabir could be our model. Mm. The weaver and the spinner. So it's possible. And technology should make it more and more possible.
3: Mm.
2: Instead of that, technology is enslaving us. Yeah, yeah, because we always talk about the same same mode, rupees uh, se film. This is how we are taught in film schools. It's not true. The minds have to be liberated. Technology is a liberator, is liberator, mm-hmm. and not enslaver. I would believe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, so, sir, we will slightly <coughs> change tracks here, and I wanted to ask you something about, uh, like. Uh, I would like to quote Murnal here about his cinema uh, was the way of reliving his childhood, Uh, childhood days of innocence and fun. Is it possible in this time and age to do that?
2: Your question is interrelated, what we are talking. Yeah. But I didn't complete my point about film societies, You Mm -hmm. you had asked me. Yeah. Even Menanda was a part of him society. If you read his book, Views on Cinema, hmm. he has um, uh, he has reproduced his diaries. Hmm. How we'll hmm. run from one theatre to another and watch films. And I had a very long interview with him in Calcutta in his uh, house. Hmm. Uh, that time he was uh, living in Beltala hmm. in Calcutta. And three days I spent with him. And um, he talked all about this, and the uh, kind of passion that he had. Mm. He was a medical representative, mm. and uh, during that time, he would spare time, he would read. So this, this again, rigor, mm. rigor of thinking that mm. he had. All these filmmakers, a very simple life they lived. Actually, Miranda is the oldest filmmaker today mm. in India. Yeah. Uh, um, what you are saying, this quoting, but before that, uh, let me go back to the film society movement has a role to play. Correct. Yeah. Uh, its own role to play, and that time National Film Archive hmm. came up. Hmm. After that, it become much easier because that time there were no DVDs or CDs or blinks that you can see. It was very difficult. Hmm. I have a um, interview on online Sai hmm. Haredia uh, talking to me about a screen unit that my film club that we had started in Mulund. Hmm. Uh, about that, uh, you might like when which the title is given is uh, when Godar hmm. uh, travelled by t- five or five Boriwali local <laughs> Borivali we are staying mm-hmm. because we used to uh, uh, the carry hmm. the film cans on our shoulders. Hmm. It's not that easy. Once uh, Mr. Sudhir, the great painter Sudhir Patwardhan, told me hmm. uh, because my weight has increased, I put on some weight. Hmm. He said, I know what is the reason for putting on the weight. Mm. Earlier you used to carry cans on your shoulders and mm. work hard. Mm. Now it's DVD you can put in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, the, yeah. he was very, very, uh, the, the very sh- interesting comment that he made. Acute observation. Yes, very acute observation that he had. And he, I really respect him, mm. the way he looks at life uh, mm. and paints. So... <laughs> That time, National Film Archive Mm. had a 16mm list, Mm. about 30, 40, I don't remember the number, but all 16mm prints Mm. were being circulated among film societies. Mr. P.K. Nair was the, first he was uh, uh, the the curator and Mm. then the director of the National Film Archive. Mm. And all these uh, 16mm prints, we used to hire 16mm projector Mm. and show films, you know. Uh, That time I used to go to collector's office. It was mandatory to get Mm. collector's permission Mm. for any film you saw. Mm. So I would stand in the queue with Ganesh Chaturthi, uh, people who would show films in the street. Mm. And uh, all the public screenings had to have. uh, Which is uh, maybe there today, but uh, it's become so easy now. Mm. So those film societies, two states had the largest number. Mm. Uh, Kerala and West Bengal hmm. Kerala because they had the library movement hmm. Library every village had a library hmm. so They had the you know, that's the whole nucleus of hmm. young students and other people Who would also show films along the book that I was reading hmm. so Kerala had um, <coughs> uh, was uh, much ahead hmm. of other states Maharashtra, I was regional secretary hmm. of the western region and uh, in Bombay City, we had 22 film clubs, in some mm. colleges, university had some clubs. Uh, Gujarat had some film clubs, uh, parts of Maharashtra had film clubs, Goa had film clubs. Mm. So all these were part of western region. Mm. So, But uh, slowly the the number started decimating, slowly mm. the number started decreasing. Mm. One thing I clearly remember, we used to show films in New Talkies Bandra, mm. Federation of Film Societies. All the film societies will come together and all the classics were shown, 35mm, mm. because National Film Archive had supported us. Mm-hmm, Mr. Mm-hmm. Nair was very generous and very risk-taking mm. uh, director of the film, National Film Archive. So these films will come from Pune by train and they were shown on 35mm projector. And mm. that, that pleasure of viewing films on celluloid mm. was completely different than mm. this YouTube. That time, the two serials had started. First, I think it was Ramayan, and okay. then Mahabharata started. Mm. Suddenly, the number of uh, viewers, the number of film society mm. started dwindling. So I started asking, the whole role or what Film Society movement had done, mm. whether it should be called the movement or not. Mm. Because if it is so fragile and weak, this should not have happened. Correct. So, mm. therefore, I am the critic of Film Society movement. Mm. Uh, I will not praise it uh, without any reason, because mm. I have seen it, how it dwindles. Mm. And there Not not many, because I call them swet keshi white-haired, mm-hmm. then very few uh, Shyam <laughs> today, mm-hmm. today, all are 70 years old and they're still, I think the nostalgia keeps us alive mm-hmm. somehow. But Film Society certainly had a role to play. Mm-hmm. In Kerala, a big role, Mr. Adul Gopal Krishna always said he would show his films to Film Society. He himself the pioneer of mm-hmm. Film Society movement in Kerala, mm-hmm. Chitralekha Film Society. So these are, in uh, Calcutta Film Society, Sathya mm. and and uh, Chidan Dasgupta, they started. So they were, and in the, in the world, there were many, many, Aldous Huxley, uh, Show. Mm. they were all part of film societies at that time. Mm. So there were curiosity to, done, and they, it was difficult to get film to see, mm. actually. It was not that easy. The film society became kind of window to the world. Mm. And now there are so many windows that you can look through, And but... Uh, there are so many windows that you get confused, yeah. and as if you have not seen anything.
1: It's And, and what was the reason, like, uh, you mentioned maybe <clears throat> Ramayana kind of serials, uh, or maybe television ventured into our lives, so that made the moment…
2: Yes, or, television. What I meant was television. But uh, these two serials had uh, really captured the imagination of nation. Yeah. At that time, I remember Ramayan when it was shown yeah. on television. Bombay streets were empty. Yeah, people used to go home early yeah. and watch this without missing any single episode, mm-hmm. or even Mahabharat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even I remember. I had those VHS <coughs> uh, at home to put on. Like summer vacation, we used to like re it in our houses uh, for our own entertainment.
2: How old were you at that time?
1: Uh, I think I must be in. 6th, 7th or 5th, 6th? Right. But your
2: parents must have been uh, interested in… But television made a lot of inroads into this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The residues are not so strong. Mm -hmm. Residues of this old movement, Mm -hmm. if I call it movement, are not very strong. Because roots were not so strong. Correct, correct. Not so strong.
1: It had not penetrated as much as it had… Intellectually. Yeah, uh, yeah. uh, Cool. And coming to the last question which I asked you about Manal Sen uh, is it possible to like relive the moments which these people have lived and overall uh, the kind of cinema they have made is it possible
2: Astonishment the rush, rush. Mm. the rush is a very important theory for us mm. when Manal Sin had taken his uh, son mm. Kunal who mm. was very young which I've read in one of his books mm. uh, in Meitan mm. of Calcutta mm. The young son of Kunal uh, looks at the sky, and there was, I think, lightning in the sky. Mm. He says, 70mm screen. Mm-hmm-hmm. You know, that, that sense of wonder. Mm-hmm. That sense of wonder that you are uh, quoting the word innocence. Mm. The sense of wonder is Adbhutras. Mm. Adbhutras is, I think, is, is, is shrinking, probably. Because nature does not give us that sense of wonder, as I did earlier. Mm. Uh, we barely, as if we, with everything there on the screen mm. before us. I can see everything. Peacock, maybe not real, but virtual. Mm. The virtual reality that I see has stopped me uh, wondering. And I say, wow, that whole, whole response. Hmm. to nature's wonders the mystery as you were saying
1: hmm.
2: quoting Pula Despande Where is the mystery yeah. if there is no mystery there is no wonder there is no adbutrash the cinema has stopped giving me the adbutrash
1: hmm. I
2: think personally hmm. the film kind of films that we are watching are still in the same traditional conventional mode of dramatic narrative structure hmm. Them. Or maybe
1: overload of just special <coughs> effects, not really, uh, like telling a story behind it or uh, a moment of adbhut ras, as you meant, as you should, yeah.
2: Look at Dada Sai Falkes film, Sri Krishna mm. Janma mm. or Kalia Mardan, 1918, now 100 years. Mm. Uh, really 100 years in 2018 we must celebrate that adbhut rash mm. we said call it the uh, year of adbhut rash mm-hmm. see the the way bal krishna falls from the tree top into the river mm. into the water that was the first underwater scene in indian cinema falke did it yeah. and it's so adbhut now why does this adbhutness come from come from mm-hmm adbutness come from i think personally is from temporal temporality mm. the way he captures the moment mm. the cinema if it doesn't capture the moment and it just talk talks it, it doesn't interest me personally because cinema prayog considers cinema as as a medium of time mm. it's it's not a visual medium it's a temporal medium mm. And this scene that Dadasaheb created in Kaliya Madan is such fantastic. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah.
2: Krishna going into water yeah, to yeah. to to combat with this this uh, Kaliya. Yeah, uh, the, the rakshas it's
1: like, in fact, uh, I've <coughs> seen like few uh, the documentary on Dadasaheb Phalke also, which is in NFDC. Uh, I've not, shown
2: it in uh, our workshop. Uh, in
1: the, I think there were some parts of it. Like yeah. there is a complete documentary on just Sai Falke and how the. But there's
2: only small nine minutes, not even nine minutes clip yeah, yeah, that we don't have the complete yeah. film. Yeah.
1: And and it really c- creates a wonder moment that how that was possible in and fact. And that like, wonder moment yeah, is, is yeah. the key word. Yeah.
2: Wonder moment. Yeah. Yeah. That adbut Sharm. In fact, it
1: thing. also shows the, the commitment of the actors also because say there is something which is disappearing, then for the next frame or the next setup, the actor is just holding that position for the other thing to be moved out and then taken a frame again. So it just like multiple layers of realization. Now today
2: happens. we are talking about spatial effects. Mm. This might seem very, very innocent. Yeah. Very innocent, yeah. but that innocent we have to re- retain mm. without innocence, without, you know, innocence, there won't be a yeah. Then you, you think you are master of everything, okay. you know, everything, yeah. the special effects are not, not cinema. Mm. <laughs> it's not cinema. Cinema is uh, this, this, this is cinema. He didn't need any money. Mm. His own daughter plays Krishna's role. Yeah. Um, I had the privilege of interviewing her, Mandaki Nifalke. Oh, nice. In Nasik. Hmm. And fortunately, uh, with me, or I was with... Basuda, Basu, Basu Bhattacharya. Achha. We were in Nasik. Nasik Film Society had invited us. Safal Falke Film Society had invited us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had shown uh, Basu Bhattacharya's film Panchvati at that time. Okay. So since we were in Nasik, we went to Madhakin. Uh, she was about 70 years old at that time. Mm-hmm. And she remembered everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, her role in... Uh, uh, Dada Se Phad film, how the film was sh- shot, this mm. film, mm. Uh, Kaliya Mardhan and all the uh, films that he shot in Nasik. And uh, she also said that when the film was shown in Majestics in a Mind Bombay, mm. people would go and uh, just prostrate or touch her feet. She mm. was too young. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they always thought that this was Krishna, mm. real Krishna. Mm-hmm. So this real and unreal I- in I- Indian mind yeah. is so fascinating. And Dostoevsky talks about this. Mm -hmm. He says that everything is unreal. So what fiction can do, it it, it just can't add anything Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. If if you say fiction is unreal, unreal always existed before. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, obviously real, unreal, and it's like a different uh, audio game session altogether to we discuss on when it comes to films. Uh, (coughs) Cool, sir. I would like to conclude with one Mm -hmm. last question. Uh, just a second yeah uh, this is like a personal question which uh, like obviously I uh, Ramu Ramanathan sir helped me to frame these questions also given your uh, domain of uh, expertise uh, but this one is like my personal one like if the current trend uh, and which we also spoke about very briefly while I was at your workshop so if the current trend is of mediocre mediocrity or commodity driven things Uh, there has to be a trend reversal which to a certain extent we saw with Saeed Mirza Kundan Shah or uh, Sham Benegal so there was this uh, sense of changing cinema to a certain extent so that it appeals to a different set of audience and not going in the mainstream so if that has to do now what are your views on it how can it be done, or is it possible also to do that uh, with the current set of generation which we have?
2: In fact, we are in a better, favorable situation, I think.
1: Is it? <coughs> Thank you for
2: referring to Ramu, uh, Ramu Ramnathan. Hmm. Uh, he is a very fine mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I was part of all this. I've witnessed all this time. Hmm. When sites making Kundansha, making Shambabu, Shambhu Ketan Mehta, Ketan Mehta. the whole challenge at that time was how to how to attract the audiences. Hmm. One side hmm. was mainstream cinema, other side was extremely rigorous cinema of Mani Kaul, Kumar Shani, and Vishnu Mathur extremely rigorous. Hmm. So there has to be some. Madhyam Mark, mm-hmm. Madhyam Mark, the like, Saranam you know. Mm. So, what is this Madhyam Mark? Uh, media started calling it middle-roader cinema. Mm. So, all this cinema was kind of middle-roader. Mm. So, it, there was there was an effort, and very valid effort, because without the audience, mm. so they started making use of some popular elements. Okay use of songs hmm. use of uh, of a story which hmm. which which is uh, more digestible what understood hmm. to people hmm. uh, and that's how this cinema was born hmm. and uh, they had the support of FFCs or some private uh, uh, producers like blaze uh, advertising company hmm. so fortunately so this whole cinema was was just very strongly emerged you know uh, Sam Benegal's was a very imaginative, very, very good storytelling, mm-hmm. the storytelling part mm. where you become, you don't become Durbodh. Mm. There is nothing like durbodh to me. Once Nirala was Dur- durbodh considered mm. Nirala, the great poet, was mm. considered yeah. durbodh mm. But uh, let me go into this philosophical aspect a mm. bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm not deviating from this. No, no, sure, argument. you can. You're the philosophical <laughs> aspect about Durbhod, mm. you know, why people... Uh, thought that some films upar se jata hai, you uh, know, It's still. Aata it's still hai. Does, I remember Dilip Padghamkar, when he was in Paris, hmm. had written, a, written a, a lead article in Times of India. Hmm. He used to write in Times of India. And that time, I distinctly remember having read him. He said that we can reach up to Money Call and Kumar Shani through. Uh, Sham Benegal and uh, his cinema kind mm. of thing. Mm. So that the audience's level of understanding grows higher. Mm. You know, that was his argument. So let's take the audience first from the low, uh, mainstream, whatever, populist cinema mm. to a cinema which uh, which still requires some cerebral effort until entertains, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and then go up to that level, the high, higher level. Mm-hmm. That was his argument, which is quite uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And that's what uh, happened to an extent. Mm. But the obstructions are many.
3: Mm.
2: The obstruction is cinema being a medium which requires money. Cinema is the medium which, unlike books or painting, requires, again, mm. money to distribute. Correct. To exhibit, NFDC was given the role
3: mm-hmm.
2: by the government. So you build theaters, chain of theaters, mm-hmm. small theaters, where these films can be released. Today, I was reading somewhere, some young filmmakers, very young, and his, I don't remember what film he made. He had made the same argument today, mm-hmm. morning, mm-hmm. 2018, January, mm-hmm. the same argument. He says that there may be 50-seater or 100-seater cinemas across the country so that our cinema get released. Mm-hmm. So, this is what is happening. Now what I was talking to about, about durbodh thing, mm. I use the word in my cinema prayog vocabulary, pakar. Mm. You know, in music, in rag, mm. for example, there is a, the one note, one uh, note, a swara. Yeah,
1: it's a series, a sequence of notes, like after the sthai, there's a pakar. Yes, yeah. the pakar gives you the sense of bhao, mm.
2: bhao of mm-hmm. that rag. Mm. Every... Every, every film kriti mm. or film has this bow mm. of its own. Mm. If you capture that bow
1: mm.
2: it becomes easier for you to understand. Correct. It's not difficult. Nothing becomes durbot to you. Mm. But you have to be open to this idea first. Mm. When you say maya darpan is difficult to understand, mm. you try and catch that pucker of that bhao. Hmm. there are so many references. There are references to angels, for hmm. example. Hmm. There are reference to rithik Ghatak in that film. Hmm. How does a film quote another filmmaker?
3: Hmm. Hmm. Film
2: can also quote. Hmm? Hmm. As you were quoting miransen now, hmm. Maya Darpan quotes angels. Maya Darpan quotes Megeta Katara. Hmm. Hmm. Then, his presumption is that you should have seen Megeta Katara to understand that whole soundtrack that he uses of Sri Lanka. Correct, correct. Kumarshani, you know. Hmm. And then it becomes so enjoyable. Yeah. So I had this argument, like middle roader. What I call is lifting the viewer, bhavak mm. or rasika, mm. from manoranjan to chitranjan, mm. entertainment of, mm. of, of just you know Man Kam ranjan to chitka ranjan, Correct. and then you understand, you enjoy it. rag. Even if I don't know, um, say Hansadwani but it still touch, touches me. Correct. Suppose I know the history of Hansadwani, uh, the whole whole uh, notation, the whole, uh, aro aro of arrow, uh, arrow, yeah. uh, Hansadwani rag. I enjoy it more. Hmm. So I am lifting myself from one to Chitaranjan. So this process has to, and there are efforts. Wow. So therefore, we 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 gather physically and hmm. try and lift ourselves. Because that's the purpose of life. What hmm. is the purpose of life? Yeah. Otherwise getting all the all the happiness pursharto yeah. Pur yeah now this is very important word that you are saying yeah. you know? so this whole idea of enduring joy hmm anand ki jo anubhuti hoti hai woh sthayi kaise ho sakti hai pehle upar jate anand ki jo anubhuti hai woh anubhav hai usko kaise tika sakte correct So tikana is important mm-hmm. and then also you can go make urdhvagati you know mm-hmm. go higher correct so this this is what the i think purpose of one of the purposes of life is this too mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what uh, i give importance to mm. and dilip pardhan had this argument actually essentially mm-hmm. uh, uh, so Durbodh is i think is not so valid argument today mm. that we don't samajh uh, mein what saeed and Zambabu and all these there's a valiant effort they make like uh, a film like bhumika mm. Smita Patil, Lamol Palekar that based on uh, our uh, autobiography of Hansa Vardkar for example Okay It's one of the best uh, films otherwise. Mm. and it engages you Or Suraj ka Satwa Goda Dharmavir So they had the imagination of storytelling mm. Satyajit Ray had that imagination not very engaging mm. but then you have to have the support system ready support system of distribution and exhibition mm. that cinema presumes to have Unlike other arts, for example. So, if this is all come together, I think this will be great. Mm -hmm. Now, the challenge is, suppose we say, now everything is available. You can show it to YouTube. You can show it anywhere. You can watch it on your mobile phone. Mm. Whatever films you like. Mm. But then, what else? You have to have this ability. Ability to get from Manoranjan to Chitaranjan. Avastha. So, this... With all the accessibility, it's a new challenge that we are facing. Mm-hmm. So this new challenge that younger generation is facing is to have, again, the dialogue.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the role of teacher, shikshak. The shikshak is still needed. People think that well, you on, online we can learn everything. But I think it makes a lot of difference. When you personally meet, congregate, Correct. and yeah. then have a dialogue. It Durable. makes a lot of difference. You listen to your voice. Now you are listening to my voice, the sound. Mm. And therefore, this audio gyan becomes important. Very, very important. Yeah. It's not invisible. Mm-hmm. Today we don't have, we don't even listen to people. It's mm. all WhatsApping. No? Yeah. Another important aspect that this modern, so called modern, our time has is loss of touch, loss of sense of touch. hai mm. purse. Mm. Digital technology has lost that. Mm. Earlier celluloid, the filmmaker, the cameraman, will go into lab mm. for colour corrections or he will touch the material. Mm. The materiality is getting lost. Mm. The materiality has is there but without the sense of touch. Mm. That sensuous experience is not there. Mm. The sensuality of, of body, of life, mm. that is a big void that we have created. Very big void, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that should enter our. our. Samad. Yeah. That should enter our. our debate. That should enter our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Well, what should we do about it? We are not asking anything. Yeah. We are not asking this question. Mm-hmm. The young people are not aware about they are not conscious. Yeah. What should we do? Could it be replaced by something else? Mm-hmm. Is there any other Anubhuti or Anubhav? that we can we can substitute spurs with hmm. what is that what will we do without that
3: yeah.
1: it's very beautiful in fact uh, I've, I've got a more articulate answer to what you just said just now Like because uh, generally what I consume as uh, as a lay person is I, I generally not I'm a person of entertainment. It's like more of infotainment wherever it happens. But I think Manoranjan and Chittaranjan is like more apt to what I want to, uh, if I have to articulate myself. So beautiful. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, this is a good note to end this. Obviously, sir, there's lots of, lots of things to be spoken about. Uh, Just given the time constraint and also the bandwidth these days people have, I, I, I would like to conclude at this point. Uh, And I hope to have you again on AudioGan someday where we can just specifically talk about cinema of Prayoga or cinema Prayoga and know more about it and make sure it gets documented also in an audio format. So once again, thanks a lot for giving us your time. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Same to you, uh, Kedar, and
2: I all wish you all the best. Yeah. This is fantastic, this, yeah, okay. uh, talking, thank you. the audio, the sraman Parampara that you are carrying forward. Yeah, is sure. very interesting. We can talk for six, eight hours. Yeah, sure, problem. sure. <laughs> the next time, maybe. Yeah, sure. Thanks again.
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you.
0: And that's it from today's Gyan Session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher, or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on audiogan.com. Till then, bye! Hello! It's been a great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish Thing, Anish welcomes ultra-marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Srila Shreeladitya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Grities. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcasts.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media we are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on youtube.com slash ivmpodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks guys, without you this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, Blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Iklavya Bhattacharya, and on our show, Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website, or wherever you get your podcasts from.